right. So here's another still in beta. Uh, I'm I'm Jesse, and I'm William. Um, so uh, my friend Daniel made us a cool logo for Game Tweens, the Game Tweens website, GameTweens.com. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew that name would stick to would catch on eventually. Well, it's also the URL I could afford. I mean, not afford, but like the one that was available. Because uh, still in beta, clearly it's like that's not as unique of a name as I want it to be. Uh-huh. But it's uh, so that's totally taken. So what porn site is it? I don't. I, <laughs> oh, you didn't. I didn't actually it. go to the website. Okay. I just looked up the the domain <laughs> the, name. You are, oh, okay. uh, yeah. It's probably one of those ones that if you'd like to buy this website, that's what I imagine. That it's like just one of those squatter sites. I just, uh, I, I don't know. That just seems like the worst thing. Squatter sites? Yeah. It's just, yeah. So anyway, uh, there's a cool logo right there. There's it, Right now, it, there's just the logo on that. So if you go to that, web, that URL, the web zone, that's what it says. I'm working on a layout. I'm not happy with it. But as soon as I get that up and running, I'll move all of the podcast stuff over to that website. And maybe put it on iTunes. I've been looking at how to do that. Apparently, I have to install iTunes. <laughs> so that's that's a big hurdle step, for me. Step one is like you're just signing your life away. Yeah, because I don't have like an Apple account or any of that stuff. So uh, I don't know. So you're not a, not excited about the iPhone six then. No, uh, no, I hear it's bigger. <laughs> I don't want a bigger phone, to be honest. I like the ones that fit in my pocket. I don't need to... Uh... My phone fits in my pocket. Get bigger pants. No. <laughs> <laughs> you get those jinkos like people had in high school. I mean, honestly, if I could get a phone that's like the size of a business card, I'd probably be happy with that. Oh. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, I don't need to take a. I don't need to see what. But you've got photo of my fucking food. You've looks got like so. I don't really give a shit about that kind of stuff. Your hands are so thick, though. How would you even operate a phone the size of a business card? No, but it's not. It's not that my hand. It's my fingers are stubby, which means I drop everything that I try to hold. Which is why a big phone is just going to be smashed on the concrete. <laughs> oh, because you can't grip it because you can't get your yes. small hands around the yes. big phone. My my stubby fingers. Yeah. Well, that's your curse, I suppose. I don't, I don't have those slender piano-playing fingers like you have. Yeah. I mean, I guess they're they're pretty thin. Yeah, I got hot dog fingers. <laughs> Sausages. Sausages. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Finger worst. Oh. <laughs> Gross. Thank you, licking. Oh, oh no. no, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm eight fingers. <laughs> lady fingers. Mm, delicious lady fingers. Um. So I've been playing a lot of video games lately. I actually have played a couple of new games as well. I didn't say new games. <clears throat> well, new is with an asterisk, as in new, as in I have not played them before. Oh, okay, yeah. 
I've been playing game similar. I've, I've been playing games that I had on my Steam to playlist, and uh, I've finally gotten to them after t- taking the like two and a half months to beat Kingdoms of Amalur. <laughs> I've I've since played like five games. Fair enough. So what, what's that couple? Well, I guess played? I played four games in one thing that's not a game. <laughs> right. Okay. So go ahead. What's the not a game? We'll start with that. That thing's called Mountain. And Mountain is a, uh, it is, it is a, I guess like a boredom simulator. It's, <laughs> it, uh, okay. So, so I, I didn't really know anything about it, uh, going into it. I saw, uh, I saw somebody mention, uh, or scoff at the idea of somebody calling it not a game. And so I was like, okay. I got that. Somebody gave me this for free at some point, so I'm going to install this and run it. And so I ran it, and it gave me uh, three questions. Well, question one was something like, write your name. And so they give you this little white square and something akin to the Mar- uh, Microsoft Paint uh, pencil tool. So you can draw in this little, this little like, three-by-three-inch square. Uh, and so I... Uh, don't remember what I wrote, but then uh, it was like draw, draw, uh, draw art, and so I drew like a pile of poop, and then it was like draw dignity or something like that. I, I don't remember. Uh, it wasn't dignity, but it it was something like that. And so, no, I didn't draw that potato chip thing like on The Simpsons. I know it is dignity. <laughs> uh, no, I drew like a duck or something. And so I, so you draw these things and then it loads up a, uh, like, a, um, I mean, it just looks like a, a mountain kind of like it's a 3d rendering of uh, a landmass floating in space with a bubble around it. And you can zoom in and out and, uh, you can rotate it and, um, you can hit keys on the keyboard and the keys on the keyboard make uh, like little musical chimes. And when you zoom out, there's a lot of reverb on the musical chimes. And then every once in a while, a uh, text box will pop up on the screen and it'll uh, say like esoteric messages about existence and stuff sometimes. And uh, about the time that it said phrase uh there's nothing to do i said i agree and so i closed it so yeah uh, i came to the conclusion that it's not a game it's i mean it's it's probably closer to something like uh like a screensaver or something yeah i'll buy that there's actually a lot more. You actually described a lot more interaction than I thought there was to the game, but I would agree. I don't think there. <clears throat> to me, there doesn't seem like there's enough like choice and you know reaction and such that there's. I mean, nothing really reacts to anything. Like I can't tell for sure if the drawings that I made mean anything like to the rest of what's going on and 
the only other interaction other than observation is the the pushing the buttons and having music keys mm -hmm. happen. Yeah, I guess so. For me, I I feel like it's missing like a fundamental piece of what makes something a video game. Like, like the the analogy that I had kind of for stuff like that is like I if I go walk into a movie theater and sit down and stare at a blank screen and I listen to some audio and you tell me that I watch a movie, I did not just watch a movie. Right. That was definitely not. And I guess I, I kind of go largely off of the verbs involved in, in the piece, right? Like you watch a movie, you don't listen to a movie. Right? Mm -hmm. You don't, you don't play a movie. You play a video game. And if you take the play out of it, then really what are you doing? It's... Yeah. Yeah, and like the article had mentioned like <clears throat> about like just leaving it running and having that be satisfying as like things would eventually happen. But I mean, you might as well have like a like a like a fish tank or something. Or cuz I've like I've but you can fail a fish tank. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> If we, if right. We I mean, our, if we didn't feed our little red Doctor Zoidberg crayfish, he would die. Yeah. Well, like there, and then and then thinking about that, there was like a like that Seaman game for the Dreamcast. You remember that? Kind of. Where there was like a thing, and then it turns into uh, like a fish with a man's head. Yes. And you have the microphone, and you can like talk through the microphone at it. Like that's, I, yeah, I guess that's more like a more like a fish tank. But I mean, even like The Sims to me is like a fish tank or an ant farm, because you can kind of let them just do their own thing and see how things play out. But you have to like give them, uh, at some point you have to take some kind of control and like give them something. Yeah, to there. Do. But I mean, there's 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 like goals and achievements and things within The Sims, though. You can. I mean, if you force them to do stuff, you make them, like, read or work out and get better at, like, their different various stats. Yeah, no, I'm not saying that um, The Sims is equivalent to Mountain. What I'm, what I'm saying is, like, The Sims is a better fish tank than The Mountain is. Or at least as a video game. It's, it's a better fish video game. Even though no, neither of them have fish. Um, well, I think the fact that stuff happens even if you don't do anything, doesn't make it not a game. I think the fact that when you do things, you can change outcomes is what makes it a game. Right. Yeah. I mean, I could, I, I could turn on, you know, League of Legends and jump in there and sit there and just not do anything and let everybody kill me and hate me, but... <laughs> and they would. <laughs> well, yes. Yeah. But they would hate me even if I tried to play. Well, because so. they would... They would... <clears throat> Yeah, essentially they would think you were doing nothing. Yeah. Or that you were helping the enemy. Right. I've never played League of Legends. But I hear it's a very welcoming community. Oh yes, it's yes, it's great. <laughs> uh But yeah, just the fact that you can not do something doesn't I guess detract from it being a yeah, I don't even know where we're going with that. Anyway, 
so I, I looked at that. Um, I, I also played this game uh, called uh, Sniper Elite 2. It's great. I'm gonna, I can sum it up in three words. Shooting Nazi testicles. Like, <laughs> that... <laughs> okay. <laughs> The, so the thing that sold me on this, and I think I actually just got it, I, I, I think I ended up getting it for free on Steam, but the thing that sold me was a video that a friend of mine uh, posted at me, and it was a video of Adolf Hitler running across a tarmac and shooting him, and like the bullet going into like slow-mo, like a bullet cam, like following it down, and then like it follows closer and closer to Hitler, and then it goes into like x-ray vision mode, and then it shows, like, fully rendered human balls, and it just, like, blam, goes through them, and it says, like, mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, yep, you got me. Uh, so I actually, now that you mentioned that, I do remember this game, and that was, like, the one of the extra packs you could buy was the Kill Hitler. <laughs> yeah, it's the DLC, which I didn't get, uh, and I'm kind of sad that I didn't get it, because I feel like I need to play the Kill Hitler game. Um, yeah. Because... Yeah, the game itself was was kind of fun um, just because like. Like, it, I don't know, I enjoy some of those like slower, like kind of like pace yourself uh, games. It's it's not a typical shooter. It really make it try to they try to kind of like make you be stealthier about how you're and like think about why you're shooting people and when. And, uh, but not think about it, like philosophically. Just think about it. <clears throat> no, no, okay. no. The story is real dumb. <laughs> but the, I mean, the ideas sound like you're shooting Nazis, and everybody can get behind that. I think. But uh, like, uh, yeah. So it, they just kind of really sell you on like how you're killing people because like it. Every time you get a headshot, almost it like goes to slow mo and shows like where in the face you're shooting them and like how the bullets coming out and you can even like it even models like the bullet tumble after it goes through somebody's body so you can like wait until two guys line up shoot it through one guy and have it go into the next guy and it does like this crazy csi crap where it like shows the inside of the body Mm -hmm. yeah it shows like little x-rays and stuff and it like shows like cross-section of like the brain and stuff like getting blown through so there's like one assassination mission where i'm like standing in one like watchtower and like hundreds of feet away is my is my target i'm supposed to assassinate and he walks behind this dude so i just shoot that dude in the back of the head and it goes through his face and like out his mouth and he like spits the bullet at my target and it hits him in the eyeball and i'm like booyah (laughs) mission accomplished accomplished. yeah So it's those kinds of things. Like, it's pretty satisfying, and I don't know. It's a, it's it's enjoyable time. But it kind of boils that whole like slog your way through like a thousand enemies kind of stuff down to like just that kill that one guy sort of thing in your missions. Or uh, I mean, it's not just like dump you into a. You have to like kind of find your. There's other objectives. You know, you have to like make your way to from like from point A to like a perch, and then like get to your perch and assassinate. That guy, or like disguise yourself as a sexy French prostitute and sneak into the room. When the... No, it's not like Hitman. 
um, it's it's just kind of a it's not so much like uh, espionage kind of like sneaking around. It's it's more like like finding a good line of sight kind of kind of thing and and um, working that sort of thing out. And it's it's clear that they watched the movie Enemy at the Gates because they definitely have like gamey versions of like wait for the explosion and you like shoot while the explosion happened and that way people don't know where the bullet that the, that people are getting shot like from your direction and stuff mm. um, <clears throat> so it's pretty cool it's a pretty cool game all right well i played a couple of new games also again new is in new to you recent yeah <clears throat> one of them was i finally Started playing Final Fantasy Thirteen after you uh, gave that to me. Yes, that's yours to keep <sighs> or sell. I mean, you don't I, have to. <laughs> no, it's just uh, I. So I have not finished it, and I see no end in sight because I have played it for at least five hours according to the game time. You're only five hours in. Yes. I told you, did I tell you that it was a 40-hour 40, uh, 40 tutorial? No. You said it was a super long tutorial, but yes, that's the thing I think that was kind of making me insane. I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I have played this game for five hours. I think maybe I've been in about ten fights in those five hours. Four and a half of the hours, I think I was watching video cinematic type stuff. Yeah. And then another 15 minutes of that time was me, like, reading through tutorial crap. Right. As they try to explain to you, like, all of these various systems that they think are really important when it boils down to, like, I'm pressing X. Yeah, and then I just hit the auto attack button until everything dies. And it's like, oh, well, that was worthless to learn all of that information. Yeah, they try to maintain the sensibilities of older Final Fantasies by, like, allowing you to select actions and magic and stuff from a menu, but it really doesn't mean anything because you can just push X and they'll decide what the quote-unquote best thing is to do anyway, which is more or less what you wanted to do. It's just, eh. It's just faster and easier, but also just feels like you're just jamming on a button until everything falls down. It's, uh yeah. Yeah, I mean the the game kind of boils down to walk down the hallway, look at a cutscene, walk down the hallway, push X until you're done with the fight, walk down the hallway. So many cutscenes. I I am uh, I'm overwhelmed by that. That's what I think is crazy to me. At least the other games when I played them there was even stuff to do besides the battles, right? Like you could race make... chocobos. Yeah, you could race chocobos or there was like that insane like card game thing that that two of the games had. Oh, like was it nine had like Tetra Master or something? Yes, like sets, eight eight had a game that like you can understand the rules, and then nine had a game where you had no fucking clue what the rules were. It was just <laughs> you put a card down and maybe you won, and you just reloaded the game until you actually won that one time you had to play the game. Yeah, I was pretty happy that was never real integral to the plot because man. I did not know what was going on. I just knew kind of like some cards beat other cards or something, and then I'd lose. Yeah, and then like, and then Tin had Blitzball, which I know you completely abhorred and 
hated and thought it was the worst thing, but... That's was, what drove me away from that game. It was still, like, some other thing that you did in the game besides just jam on the combat button until stuff was dead and then walk forward because there's really, like, only one direction you can walk. There's, like, almost no exploration to any of the maps that I've been in so far either. No, there really isn't. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, there's just... Not a lot that's interesting to do, and you really, you know, they have this, like, uh, elaborate leveling system, and it doesn't, that's pretty linear. The uh, leveling system is just follow this thing around a tube, and then, like, every, every like, 30, 30 clicks, there's one branch you go off, and it basically gets branches off one, two, and then that one's filled, and then you go back to going up the spiral. Yeah, yeah, it it's not, there's not really any, it's kind of like, when do you want to get these things or these choices? Not like, do you want them? Like, you're not yeah, really like, deciding the fate of your character. You're just like deciding when. 12, like, and and the thing about it is, I don't know how far you've gotten, but every time I uh, like, there's uh, there's level caps uh, for like how far you've progressed into the story. And I always like, even though there's like, there's basically no way to like grind or whatever, like other final fantasy games have and Mm -hmm. so basically by the time i got to the boss all of my characters had reached their maximum level that they could be at for that point in the story oh yeah i saw that like you go up the spiral and then you kind of get stuck until you play far enough that it opens up more yeah and that's so they gate you on leveling and they gate you in the story and it's it just makes it feel just like you're going through the motions to get to these cutscenes, Like, there's not a lot of... I would almost prefer to just take all of the gameplay out and just let me watch the cutscenes and see if I like the story, and then I will just bail if, it gets, if it's just not interesting. Yeah, I can't really tell you what the story is. <clears throat> and I don't mean that in, like, a, a Matrix kind of way. Like, I can't tell you what the Matrix is. Like, I have no idea what the story is. I think there's a ball... And uh, you started out in it, and then you came out of it. And then there were Australians outside of the ball. Uh, But I guess you haven't gotten that far yet. No, but I've already made some assumptions that I'm sure are correct about where the story is going. Like there's going to be a silvery-haired villain who's not really the villain, but you have to fight him. (laughs) And then he turns into some kind of... And then either he turns into some kind of horrible, like, weird wing death monster, or... Or there's just a weird winged death monster? Yeah. Okay, so you pretty much know how the story goes. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't so you know, like it? I, I haven't gotten into any... <laughs> yes, I love it, yeah. No, I just... But yes, I think that's the thing that's crazy. I haven't gotten into anything. I haven't... For five hours, I've got to nothing that's not just press the auto-attack button or walk forward. So... That's pretty disappointing. Yeah. <clears throat> so what's the other game you played? Tomb Raider. Ah, uh, okay. Um, which seems like it's Lara Croft torture porn half the time I'm playing it. <laughs> because, like... Well, you're playing it on PC, right? Yes. Are you using a controller? No. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, and it's not that I die a whole lot. Even when I do stuff right, it's like, oh, I got stabbed in the gut, or I smashed my face, or I fell, like, 
so far that my I should have broken my spine, but I didn't. And yeah, like it's really gruesome. Now on one on one side, it's like. Oh my god, this is just fucking horrible. And if you do not steer that parachute right, you will just get run through by a branch every time somehow. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. And but then part of me is like, wow. I'm actually kind of excited, like, this is probably like the most badass I have ever seen that character be. Like she is like fucking fucking diehard on this shit. Like the amount of crap that she has gone through yeah. in the like as far as that I've I played. I'm waiting to see if I end up having to like tape a, a pistol to my back <laughs> and say "Yippee get Kaye, Mr. Falcon," right? As you <clears throat> light the trail of gasoline on fire. Yeah, because it's pretty intense. Yeah it it's a it's pretty interesting. How how far have you gotten? Have you gotten to the part where you have to kill a guy? I've killed more. I like. I think my death count exceeds that of, like, some of the more popular plagues at this point <laughs> with the amount of people that I've killed so far. Okay, because that, that was a part of the game, and a lot of games are kind of guilty of this, but basically, like, there's the, uh, there's the character Laura Croft, and then there's you playing the character Laura Croft, and those are two, like, diametrically opposed things. Right. Like, there's the scene where she first has to, like, shoot a guy in the head to survive, and she wants to throw up. And then, like, three minutes later, you're gunning people down. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and there's no remorse, and she has, like, no, like it's just like, oh, that one time? Yeah, that, the first time, I kind of wanted to vomit. But after that, yeah, I kind of started to feel good about it. <laughs> now I see if I can stab them in the neck with my arrows. Oh, yeah. Like, there's yeah. so many moves about just, like, stabbing them in the knees and then bashing them in the head with a wrench and stuff, and it's like... Yeah, but you know, you but in the cutscenes and stuff, she's still like, "Oh, I'm just a frail, I'm so fragile, and I don't know what I'm doing." Oh, and that's not who you're playing. That's not the character that you're playing as, because she's like just murder face. Like I, I'm setting people on fire and like with by like shooting them with arrows and burning them alive. Uh, yeah, it's it it is a little weird. Yeah, definitely. So. It was a fun game. I mean, especially when I did get the fire arrows and mm-hmm. could just set people on fire. <laughs> well, I know that's like your favorite activity in the game, but it's pretty great, especially if the fire looks good. <laughs> but especially if they can catch each other on fire. Oh gosh. Yes. Yeah. Deus Ex was probably both of them, or the first two. Probably some of the best, like setting people on fire experiences. I think. Well, but again, though, I don't. I can't remember both of them. But the first ASX was kind of made right before all of the ESRB rating stuff, right? I think it's just old enough that it's kind of. I don't think so. I think the ESRB stuff was still in effect back then. Huh. Well, know. and then know, it's a question of like you can set homeless children on fire in that game. <laughs> yeah, you can. And. I feel like that's the kind of thing that probably would not fly anymore. Yeah. There was a lot of th- great things you could do. <laughs> yeah, setting on the children on fire. <laughs> it's one of the great things. Because well, he's asking for, like, candy. And, <laughs> and then you just burn him. Right, and that opens doors. Literally. 
because oh. he like because the AI in that game will just like whenever something's blocking their pathing and it's technically destructible when they're set on fire or if they just like decide they need to path through something, the game will just break whatever obstacles in the way. So I've seen people like I like put like a couch in front of Gunther uh, in the way of like where he needed to go for the plot. And he just like blew it into pieces. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so setting you, children on fire isn't, you know, sociopathic behavior. It's emergent gameplay. Right. Like that was I was solving problems. I mean, I used cats and stuff, too. So it's just kind of like whatever I had available. Right. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Yeah, it's not it's not like I'm specifically setting children on fire. That's not the goal. <laughs> the goal was just to get that crate open that was next to him. I could either use a lock pick or just like a puff of uh, you know flamethrower. You definitely had a lot more flamethrower drill than lock picks. So I'll give you that. Yeah, I can. You know, I need to save that lock pick for later down the line when there's not a child around. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I got you. And you can't just, like, grab a cat and bring it with you. No, you can't just grab a cat, which I feel is a shame. You can stick a rocket launcher in your pockets. You can't put a, put a cat. Right. Well, because the cat would just move around, and it would never fit in that weird Tetris inventory that you had. Yeah, I don't know how it would, uh, I don't know how that would work out exactly. Because, you know, a collapsible baton takes up four spaces, even though it collapses. <laughs> it's smaller than, say, a pistol but the pistol takes up fewer spots. Go figure. Well, that was a fun game. <laughs> yes, but it's not one that we played recently. That's true. Yeah. Which does remind me, I still have Deus Ex 3 on my computer that I never... Played. Oh, Human Revolution? I also never played the second one. That's fine. Although messing with the AI in that game is probably the most fun. See, I thought again, I thought that was one that you liked because that was like the early days of ragdoll physics <laughs> when it wasn't done, it wasn't executed very well. It was executed very well. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. <laughs> That's the thing is like I think I think there's too too many people try to make ragdolls like fall naturally. Mm-hmm. That's not fun. Like, nobody's having fun if a body just falls to the ground. I will say I got a, a big kick out of Tomb Raider when I managed to get a guy, like, basically legs splayed out and his crotch laying up against, like, a door frame. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's where it's at. Yeah. <clears throat> no, that's what... Oh, man. So the new Borderlands game has low gravity. And just, like, seeing the videos of, like, the the men, like low gravity like tumbling through the air because they got hit with a grenade like that i'm looking forward to that quite a bit <laughs> just the, the slow motion <laughs> just, and then tumbling tumbling for eternity and then can you fire like if you have like rockets and stuff like to keep blasting the bodies further into space um i don't know i don't know if they still take uh like damage impulse stuff that would be good though that's a that's a feature. That's a feature. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was another thing I was disappointed with Destiny about. They model like three or three planets and a moon, and they all have the same gravity. As the Earth? Yeah. That makes no sense. 
Well, that's one of the smaller things I think to complain about about Destiny. But what? What are the one of the larger ones? He <sighs> just there's like you just do the same thing over and over again for like I don't know. I okay. I haven't played the real game yet, but from what I've seen and from what I've heard, each mission is basically go to this point in the map, put out your Dinklage bot. He'll scan something for a while. He'll shoot waves of enemies. He'll say, I found this thing. Let's go to this new place. And then the countdown timer starts because you've ended the mission. I did see like a graphic about like like after playing Diablo for an hour and somebody showered and loot and after playing uh Borderlands two for an hour and they showered and loot and then after playing like uh Destiny uh, Destiny for an hour and like the guy's holding like one thing. Although I would have to say that that was how I felt when I was playing Diablo three after playing it for beating the entire game. I think I got maybe one I got a grand total of zero interesting pieces of loot the entire time I played that game. So Yeah, and that's why you won't play Diablo 3 with me? Right, yes. And I mean the PS4 version. Uh, well, I won't play the PS4 version because I don't want to spend $400 to play a video game. <sighs> I guess. But also I've heard the PS4 version is horrible for other reasons, such as you can't like leave the screen if you're playing... And it doesn't have the screen that follows you around. Maybe that's just if you were playing multiplayer on the same that sounds like, device. That sounds like if you're playing, yeah, like, not, but, like they don't have split screen. You're just playing, like, local Yeah, but that just sounds like, that just sounds like the absolute worst to, like, try and do that. That sounds bad, like, for online multiplayer. But for local multiplayer, that sounds like X-Men Legends. <clears throat> or Gauntlet. Yeah, except I think, I don't know, in those games it was a little bit easier to tell who you were when you were playing. You get little colored rings around you. I don't know. It's just the opposite of what I'm used to playing Diablo. Yeah, I mean, that's why I want to play Diablo on the console. Because <laughs> <laughs> you weren't a fan of any of the PC versions. I never liked the PC versions. I don't like, I like, I like games like X-Men Legends and Gauntlet and... But I didn't like Diablo and Diablo 2. I didn't like the... Because I, I think it's because you're sitting there clicking to do... To, like, aim and attack and move and stuff. And Whereas in, like, X-Men Legends, you look and move around like, like you're playing a video game. And you, you know, <laughs> like hit, playing a video game. hit the buttons. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm more, like, controlling my character rather than, like... Offering my character, like, what to do and having him, like... You feel like you're just offering suggestions if you're saying, right. click here, and then I hope that you get there and you don't get stuck on a rock or something. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's... Yeah. Well, if that's how you feel, then you definitely shouldn't play League of Legends. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen somebody play that, and that looks awful. I feel like people click way more than they need to when they play that game. They definitely do. Like talking to somebody who, like watching somebody and then like asking why they're clicking so much. Clicking so fast is like da 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 on the same spot. Like just to get their person to move there. I'm like, it's not making them really go any faster. Right. It's not. If, if, I mean, if people like, if people used an elevator the way that they play League of Legends, it would be like this. It would be like, 
I mean, and I've like, seen I've you're seen just people basically jamming on the elevator up button like 32 times a second until the elevator arrives and then you get on is is I think the equivalent. <clears throat> yeah, but I've seen people do that too. I'm not saying they're the same people, but I've seen people do that. It may be the same people. <laughs> Secretly, this lawyer that's in my building is also playing League of Legends, and he's just <laughs> impatient at both. Yeah. I don't know, have any other games you want to talk about, or is there any other subjects to, to game subjects? Uh, subjects to game subjects? News, any kind of news? Um, there's some game news. Microsoft bought... Um, Minecraft. I know two and a half billion dollars. I mean, I I don't know. I I am not a money person, so maybe they're gonna make that money back. I just don't see how it's going to happen. I don't know. Does Minecraft have a big hat business or? <laughs> I, well, I mean, it's still. I guess it's still on the phone and on tablet and making money there, and but. I I don't know. I mean, I feel like maybe just because the game's been out for like five years, it seems like everybody who wanted to buy the game has bought it, but maybe there's other ways to monetize it on phone and stuff beyond when you just purchase it. So I'm going to throw out something that might blow your mind. That game's very popular on the Xbox 360. How? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) But... A lot of the like people I know who like have younger children, like uh, like preteen children, mm-hmm. love that game. I well, yes, I would I would definitely agree with that. I went over to a friend's house and helped them install some mods onto Minecraft, and they went apeshit whenever they managed to get some of the mods working. And is that the PC version? I'm guessing it yes. has to be. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> but, so my guess is that. Like, I don't even know how it runs on the 360 version. Like, I don't know if there's some kind of transactions or other things you can purchase there. That's what I'm wondering. Is like, how is it, like, what is it still making money off? Is it really still people just buying it that it's still making money? Or I, I can't imagine that that's it. Like, it, I mean, I don't know what the, I, I don't know what the top end on, like, Minecraft sales could, would be. Like, what is, like, but, but when do you reach, like, market saturation with that? I feel like game? it already has. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It just seems like they're buying it, like... And, but, again, I don't have children, so maybe I this world is not known to me, but it seems... To me, it felt like that was already on the cl- on the decline because everybody I know doesn't even care about it anymore. I mean, that's the, that's the way I feel about it, too. But we're in our 30s, and maybe, the, maybe we just are not in touch with the demo that that game is for now. Because, like, whenever we first heard about it or at least whenever i first heard about it, it was back when it was still on alpha back right. when it was still free and right well i play, i think i paid like the five dollars for it in beta or whatever and like that was like five years ago yeah so like it's it, certainly it's old hat to us but i guess it's i guess there's still like a market out there i guess the thing the thing i'm waiting to see is in about six months to a year from now we see Minecraft 2 come out, and then it just tanks horribly. Yeah, I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah. And, like, here's some new features that Minecraft 2 has that Minecraft 1 didn't. And then people make those in mods, and uh, 
it doesn't matter. I guess it would it would be something for the you know, again, the the 360 or if you know, if they put it on like Xbox 1. Right. You know, uh right, yeah, I see again, I guess I kind of forget that stuff. Like I assume I I don't buy any game that's moddable for I always buy that stuff for PC because I enjoy the modding kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, but, but again, like we're not uh, children. Children. Okay. Well, we're not children, but there's also a lot of people who played Skyrim on the Xbox. Yeah, that just makes no sense to me. Yeah. Well, and and then um, Elder Scrolls Online is now on like PlayStation Four and stuff, and there's people that are doing like you know switching to that, and I just I couldn't even imagine that because I probably would stop playing the game if I couldn't use all the add-ons that I have for it at this point. Yeah. You still play that? Yes. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I don't... I, I'm, I, I definitely like to tinker with things a lot more than um, most people. So, yeah, my... I didn't even start playing Skyrim until I had about... 30 different mods installed. <laughs> well, that's because also part of it is, I mean, we've been playing, we, we played pretty much all of them since, since at least Daggerfall. And yeah. Like, by like with Morrowind and Oblivion, we kind of learned that like a lot of stuff is really kind of crappy with those, particularly UI. I don't understand how, how Bethesda has not managed to like figure out how to make a UI for their games yet. But a lot of that stuff is just kind of really bad until you download a couple of mods to, put on them yeah well i mean so that's the thing is like Morrowind. since Morrowind, they've all been like co-made on console and to rig it up so that it works on console means it doesn't really work well for keyboard and mouse yeah i i was really frustrated with oblivion it was like when i like the command hotkeys and stuff that had those two dials that were clearly for two analog joysticks <laughs> oh yeah and i was just like you've got to be fucking kidding me when I was playing that game, that kind of, yes, that definitely pissed me off a little bit. Well, I mean, Skyrim's inventory management, where it was a scrolling list that you could have, like, hundreds of items in, and no way to sort them or organize them or anything. And, like, ugh. like And all of their inventory and spell and everything like that was all, like, in the same just, like, series of scrolling, like, tiered scrolling menus. Yeah. Like, that's not a keyboard and mouse interface. That's garbage. And then it took like less than a week for somebody to make a so much better interface. Like one where you could like organize things into columns and like sort by cost, sort by magic damage, sort by like the quality of thing or the type of thing and group things into like, uh, like is this armor or is this a book or is this like uh, an ingredient? Like, right. Well, and but see, and here's another crazy thing though. Elder Scrolls Online. Okay, they've got a console version of it now, but the original when you got it didn't even have controller support. I mean, what the heck is going on with that kind of stuff? Like, and I don't even know if the PC version has controller support now. I don't know. It's really weird. It really it really irritates me whenever I see like devs at work like playing games with playing these first person shooters with controllers on PCs. And they're like, I like it better this way. And I'm like, you're, you're driving me insane. 
it's like it's like they've got like chopsticks and they're trying to use them to like build a house. You're like, what? Why are you <laughs> doing it that way? Who would right. who would do that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just don't know. <clears throat> this is how I use the the this is how I, this is what I'm used to. I grew the, up, uh, I grew up on Halo, so right. I uh, play this I play this way. Get out of here, Half Life player. Half Life no was on PC. Huh? It's on PC. That's what I'm, t- I'm telling you. Oh, you're talking to me. Yes, there's no place for you in this world anymore. Oh, PC, yeah. PC gamer. Yeah. Uh, I played first-person shooters back when there was no mouse support. I went his keyboard to look, and you'd press control to shoot because those were the default keys. Doom? What the hell? <laughs> well, I, and, and Daggerfall <laughs> had a, had a click-to-move interface. <laughs> what? Yes. I don't remember that. You don't, yes, you don't remember it because all you're really familiar with at this point is Morrowind, Oblivion, and such. Where no, no, was the WASD. But there was literally a forward button you could click on with a mouse, and a look to the left button that you could click, and a turn to the left, turn to the right button. But we never played it like that. No, because that's idiotic. But you could. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you would, because we like we played like. With mouse look, because you could swing the sword with your mouse. Right, but you could, but you could play without mouse look, and like the defaults were set up to not have that. And I tried playing that game again recently, and you get killed by a rat because it doesn't even appear on the screen. It's so short, and it, you just <laughs> see blood flying out from your from your crotch because you can't see the rat that's eating at your legs to attack it. Oh, man. That was a great game. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good. Uh, oh, other terrible UIs. Tomb Raider also has a terrible UI. That one, like, made no sense to me when I was trying to go through it. And there's, like, so much that you can, like, accidentally, like, click through stuff. There's, like, they have this, like, weird, I guess some kind of this weird, like, gritty, you still kind of see the background stuff. But there's basically, it's impossible to tell what the hitboxes are when you're clicking through things and... It's all of these weird, like, kind of half angles to the screen. Yeah, they thought they'd be real cool and just, like, yeah, cock like, everything, like, like, slightly Oh, this, like, edgy cog-eyed UI just makes me sick and not know what I'm doing. So the thing that bugged me the most about playing that game with a keyboard and mouse, though, was the QuickTime events. Oh, yes. Oh, that was awful. I'm like, I have to, let me read this paragraph to see what I have to do. Oh, it's like, in order to get out of this situation, you must look at this screen and read and oh by the way if you haven't hit the f button by now you're dead and that's like this whole like freaking 10 pages of dialogue i have to get through to like understand even what button i'm supposed to hit and then i have to go play through it like six times because yeah and like the icons aren't they like a foot it's like a foot and a hand and those are the icons to like go through the quick time events and so it, it depends on what key you've assigned to like use or jump or something, and those are the those are the keys on the keyboard that you have to hit to get through the. I don't know. I just know that I have to read this very long description, and then eventually I will see the F key, and then I hit F if I'm lucky if I've read it fast enough. Oh, so they actually show like F, the actual key. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I feel like whenever I played it, it was symbols. That's way worse. Yeah, because it's com- it's completely. Because there's like open hand, closed hand, foot, and I'm like, what do these mean? This doesn't. <laughs> so like the first time I got to any quick time event, I would die. 
like as soon as possible because I'm like, which one's foot again? Uh, space bar. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'd get like branch in the face like over and over and over again. And yeah, I mean, you get kind of numb to the to the like destruction of Lara Croft's face. Like after a while. Yeah. You know, like that that third time she breaks her neck because you don't know which button you're supposed to hit. Like it doesn't mean anything anymore. I end up breaking that. It's always impaled on something. I think I always got impaled. And if I got caught by guys or whatever, it was just always like, okay, we've jammed a, you know, we've jammed a spike through your head or, you know, what are you? You've got this, you know, broomstick that's the size of a freaking Buick that pokes through your body somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, quick time events on a keyboard and mouse are kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I do want to play it by Facebook, though. And the whole identity, like, deleting thing. But mostly because of the 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 quote that uh, a person with two identities has no integrity. <laughs> because again, I I feel like that completely completely ignores like superheroes. I think it's like, I think it's it completely offensive to superheroes to say that people with two identities have no integrity. I mean, really? Are you going to say Batman has no integrity? You're going to tell me Superman has no integrity? Well, I mean, he's just an alien, right? Like, you don't know who he really is. Uh-huh. He could be your plumber. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. That's what he says. <laughs> but how do you know? He's He could be a criminal. He fights the criminals. Come on. Well, why is he always at the crime scene, right? <laughs> How did he get there? How does he know where all this crime's happening? I think he's in on it. I will say the superheroes seem to kind of attract disaster. That's... But I guess nobody makes the comic book that is just bad shit that happens with no superhero to stop it. I don't know, maybe that's Sin City. Bad stuff happens. <laughs> Nobody's there to stop it. It's just, it's like it's just more horrible crimes happening. There was like a there was a comic book that I've heard about called like GCPD, which is about the Gotham Gotham City Police Department, like pre Batman or something. Uh huh. And it's, I mean, it's, it's that it's like cop stuff. So it's like bad stuff's happening, and the cops are trying to stop it. So it's just like cops, the comic book kind of, except I guess not quite as many like shirtless rednecks with their faces blurred out. Yeah, I mean, I, it's probably more gangsters, like actual gangsters um, and less like guys that get like, yeah, see, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yes, okay. like 30s gangsters. Yes. OK. And they always <laughs> they always have a guy named Rocco. And, right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly like that Bugs Bunny cartoon. OK. Uh, I don't know. I didn't read the. I didn't read the comic. There's also but. like, there's like a show like that though coming. I don't know if it's out yet. I don't really have a TV, so I'm not aware of this kind of stuff anymore. But, well, I have t- I have a TV, but it's only for Netflix. But like current television, I'm kind of in the in the dark until it appears on Netflix. Yeah. But there's a. It's like Gotham. Oh god, that uh, that show looks terrible. <laughs> 
<laughs> not a fan? No. I think it's one of those things where, like... Uh... I want to call it Batman Babies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, no, that's like, about right. And I wanted to have, like, a 50s doo-wop opening song. You know, like... I like the plants. I like riddles. <laughs> I love great jokes. <laughs> Crocodile smash. <laughs> you know, something like that. <laughs> but it's probably not. It's probably going to be serious. <laughs> I don't know if you can say that. I don't know if you can take it that far, but I think they're, yeah, they're definitely going to take themselves more seriously. There's probably going to be far less musical numbers than you would like. Uh, yeah, probably not going to escape into like imagination land nearly as often and have a nanny have to bring them back. Yeah. Every so often. The nanny's Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I guess there is kind of nanny. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you quite done playing? You know, that kind of stuff. Where... <laughs> Master Bruce. <laughs> it's past your bedtime. Aww. Yeah. No, that'd be a great cartoon. Mm-hmm. You could probably make like a bunch of analogous like things like Killer Croc's animal. Uh, the, jo- the, the Joker's, Joker's Fozzie. Fozzie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I guess. Miss um, Piggy is, Ms. I assume, Pat, Catwoman. Catwoman. Yeah, Miss Piggy's Catwoman. And. Uh, so Beaker, Bunsen and Beaker. I, I I'm not sure. Is that is that Mr. Freeze? Hmm. Yeah, that sounds good. <clears throat> I was trying to think of like Scooter and Skeeter, but I don't think there's like a like a. I don't know. All I know is the penguin is definitely gone. So. Oh yeah, that's it. <laughs> Dang it! I was trying to think. Of, yeah, because again, he's surrounded by penguins and uh-huh. chickens. So yeah. there you go. So we pretty much nailed this uh, Gotham Babies or whatever yeah. it was. And we managed to talk about Batman again. So Yeah. I think that's all that really matters <laughs> is that we managed to t- find the time to talk about Batman. Yeah. I'm really excited about Batman, but that's like not coming out until next June. So you're, how, do you, how do you feel about uh, uh, Batfleck? Is that, his, is that what people call him? Like the Ben Affleck Batman? Is Bat, oh. is, did anybody say Batfleck? Or? I don't, I've never heard, until you said Batfleck right then, mm-hmm. I've never heard that. Can I take credit for that if it becomes popular? Yeah. Okay. If uh, if the three people who listen to this say Batfleck in social media or something and that catches on, mm-hmm. then yeah, hashtag Batfleck. Yeah, Batfleck. Okay. Um, How do I feel about Batfleck? Yeah. I think it's terrible. <laughs> Okay. I don't I haven't liked Ben Affleck in anything since like Mallrats. Like he had okay. I thought so, you were gonna say Phantoms, but <laughs> No, I think that was the easier Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the easier joke. But <sighs> So some people are like, oh, but you know, a lot of people were down on Heath Ledger before he did the Joker. Which, he did an alright Joker. 
I wasn't a big fan of his Joker, but it's probably because I have a like a like a deep love for the Mark Hamill Joker. Right. You We're, prefer you prefer the much more like whimsical kind of. I prefer the Joker that is like having fun doing what he's doing. Right. Not the Joker that's just like I'm brooding for some reason and I laugh about stuff like just for no reason. So I feel like in that case you maybe you prefer the the like the Michael Keaton Batman Joker, like the... Uh, yeah, like, I like... Okay, and that's probably it, too, is, like, those are the Joker influences I grew up with was mm-hmm. the Jack Nicholson as the Joker and Mark Hamill as the Joker. Yeah. And to a lesser extent, uh, Cesar Romero as the Joker. I will say, like, probably Mark Hamill Joker is my favorite Joker as well. But again, it's because... It's because he's funny, and, I mean, that's part of it. Like, he is... The Joker, I mean, there is, I mean, it's violent, you know, sociopathic humor, kind of. I mean, yeah, and, like, his his jokes were still dark. Like, he's still killing people or trying to, and that's the joke. And you watch the Mask of the Phantasm or something, and or, like, some of those other, like, Return of the, like, even, uh, I want to say even Batman Beyond, like, Return of the Joker, like, Oh, or the episode of of uh, of Batman where they show uh, they show the Joker turning his new Robin into a Joker kid. I think that was Return of the Joker. Yeah, that was the Batman Beyond movie, Return of the Joker. Anyway, those things, great, you know, great performance from Mark, from Mark Hamill, but it's still like really twisted, like dark stuff that's happening. But he's also like funny and having a good time at like enjoying like what he's doing. Like he's doing it for the laughs. Like that's why he's doing it. I don't mm. know. That's the personification of the Joker that I am familiar with. And so, I, so, yeah. so I'm not like, even though I'm like, okay, Heath Ledger gave a good performance. I don't like his take on the Joker. Okay. Fair enough. So, but, um, I, I guess my, my issue with Ben Affleck as Batman is more just that he was already a superhero. He was a dare, he was Daredevil and oh, he was kind of crap at that. Yeah, I was going to get to that in my in my ranting about right. my love about the Joker, but uh yeah, I mean that was, that's kind of the thing. It's like like the Heath Ledger didn't have a history of he didn't have a previous superhero movie that he totally blew, you know? <laughs> yeah, yes. Whereas yeah. Ben Affleck like he already had like when he was younger, he was a superhero and it sucked. Like it sucked a lot. <laughs> Nobody likes that movie. That's like, I think some people even think Electra, the crap spinoff to that movie is a better movie. Well, I didn't see Electra, so I can't judge, but it might be. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I, I do know it doesn't have Michael Clark Duncan as the Kingpin because for some reason the Kingpin's black now. Ugh. <sighs> But he was also well. It was, I mean, it was a weird role. And, I, and who was that other guy? It was like the target on his head. Bullseye or Bullseye. something. Bullseye. Ugh. Yeah. Played by like douchebag. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yes. Like the. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There was just a lot of like not super great casting in that. Yeah. Movie. Because, yeah, I mean, Michael Clark Duncan, like, the Kingpin is supposed to be more of, like, this kind of plotting type of guy and not, 
specifically just like a dude that you're terrified is going to beat the crap out of you. <laughs> I mean, he does. Like, that's another one of his weird quirks is that he can totally beat the crap out of like Spider-Man. But, but he's a businessman first. Like, he's Marvel's one of Marvel's Lex Luthor kind of characters. Yeah. Like, he makes plans and is ahead of a business and somewhat respected and, like, as a, I think as, a, like, a philanthropist and stuff. So he's got a public face and things. Like, he just happens to be also this giant crime lord, you know, like Lex, Lex Luthor. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, so yeah, that's also why I'm not a fan of Ben Affleck as Batman, because, again... Like, he had, he had his chance to, like, not suck in a superhero movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, but how about this, uh, um, dude plays Captain America. Yes, okay, yeah, he was, yeah, he, he was, okay, he was Johnny Storm, uh, but he was also probably the most believable character in that movie. <laughs> Yeah. What's funny is, like, the guy that played Mr. Fantastic kind of wasn't a self-involved dick enough to really be a good Mr. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, it, right. <laughs> and then there was Jessica Alba, who was just kind of happened to be in it, even though it's like, cause, I guess because she was, like, a commodity at the time or something. Mm-hmm. Not because she fit the role. Yeah. I don't know. know. She's not even blonde. (laughs) I mean... uh, So everyone that plays in a a comic book character movie has to, like, in every way physically match the comic book version for you? I mean, that'd be nice. That'd be nice if that's where you could, like... Because there's a lot of people, there's a lot of actors. I mean, because Captain America wasn't super blonde. Right, in the movies. He was blonde enough. Fair enough. Like, I mean, it's hard to get, like, somebody... But he's not even... Yeah, but, I mean, the comic book character Thor is, like, you know, blonder. He's, like, that's... He's, like, Fabio blonde, whereas the guy who plays him is not. I don't know. I don't know. Just want your comic book characters to to look like the the drawings. Yeah, I want them to like match to some degree, like what the comic book character looks like. Now, like with Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury, that was kind of an easy get because they kind of retooled Nick Fury in the comic books to look like Samuel L. Jackson before they launched the Marvel movies. Was that like was that totally on purpose? Yes. Like, they made him, they made Nick Fury in the comics look like Samuel L. Jackson, and then when they were starting to cast the movies, they were like, well, we made Samuel L. Jackson uh, Nick Fury, why don't we just cast Samuel L. Jackson? (laughs) That's pretty crazy. But I don't know how the uh, Robert Downey Jr. as uh, Tony Stark, like, played out. That's just how he looks now. Like, he doesn't, he just wears the Tony Stark, like, mustache now, or the goatee thing. Uh Uh-huh. Well, wouldn't you? I guess so. I mean, if I, yeah, yeah, I suppose if I had, like, a really successful character that, like, pretty much got me back on my feet as an actor, 
then yeah, I'd probably do that. I mean, shit, I'd have that glowing thing in my chest. Why not? That's true. I like when I was a kid, I always wanted to be like in a Batman movie or something so I could have the Batman outfit. Because my idea was that they would let me just like walk away with it and keep it in my closet. <laughs> and I'm just going to take this Batmobile home with me, right? That was part of the deal. I could just keep this. I could just keep <laughs> this. Take it out of my, take it out of the bill. Like, don't pay me for this. Uh-huh. Like, I'll just take and this I, home. I also need this costume designer that spends the three hours painting the Batman mask onto me to come <laughs> with me when I leave as well. Because I'm going to be wearing this Batman mask every day. Yeah. <laughs> At least on Halloween, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I was never satisfied with uh, my homemade costumes. Because I always wanted the actual costume. <laughs> and why I still like... Well, but homemade costumes were always so terrible, though. They were yeah usually not good. Like, uh, yeah. There's only so many times that you can, like, have, like, a logo painted in, like, puff paint or whatever and on a sweatshirt and, like, <laughs> say, like, I'm, I'm the Flash... Or something, you know, because there's a lightning bolt on your shirt now. Yeah. Well, now you're older and you can afford to get good store-bought costumes. Yeah, that's true. I have this idea that I want to get, like, in a relationship with a cosplayer, like a female cosplayer who knows how to sew and stuff, so I can be like, hey, let's do a pair costume for Halloween, right? Like, you be you be that, and I'll be this cool guy who, like, looks like this and has this really elaborate outfit. Uh-huh, and then, but she's going to do all of the work for you? Uh-huh. Yeah, just hire a seamstress and stop being an asshole. <laughs> no, because then it'd be fun, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're killing, you're killing me. I'm just being realistic. Uh, I guess. I guess. I guess I should probably like give them the benefit of the doubt that they wouldn't be so like, like, mindlessly uh, like willing to do whatever you say. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Maybe a good idea. Maybe this is why you don't have that girlfriend right now. Maybe. <laughs> Just get a pet. I don't feel like I have. Oh, see, then it's gonna. That's not gonna do anything. Well, my pet can't sew. That's no good. <laughs> what the hell is a pet gonna do? It's not. It's just that's just gonna cost me money and give me nothing in return. <laughs> like Doctor Zoidberg over there. Yeah. We're talking about my my pet, I guess, crayfish. They call it a red lobster in the store. Zoidberg is an asshole. Yeah, and he has no cheddar biscuits, so he's not any kind of red lobster I want to be associated with. <laughs> a red lobster that won't ruin your dinner. But I do really want a good costume. You just, so you just need some way to get to a good costume. Some like, avenue to a good costume, like that's what I need. This year, I, I so talking about Die Hard, like I kind of thought about doing like dressing up as John McClane from Die Hard because I feel like I've kind of got a like a Bruce Willis, like an older Bruce Willis sort of look going. And you've also become delusional recently. Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> if, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what type of, like, antidepressants you must be taking at this point that you've created this fantasy where you have a girlfriend that's going to sew all of your costumes for you and do whatever you want, and then also that you're Bruce Willis. <laughs> Just sorry. crushing all my dreams today. Sorry, sorry. I've, 
I'm 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 a little on the chat vesting uh, <laughs> role right now. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you need like a strong dose of reality to counteract that that crazy film. Um. <laughs> oh, but okay, yes, you're gonna go be as John McClane. Well, maybe not. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's the it's a it's a costume. It's a fantasy. Yeah. There are like 300 pound guys that go as Sailor Moon, so anything is pretty much open at this point. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think like diehard Bruce Willis was like a heartthrob or anything. <laughs> I just thought like he's just kind of like a regular looking dude. <laughs> he's got like thinning hair. Like this is my idea of, of diehard. <laughs> Obviously, you've been watching it entirely the wrong way. <laughs> I don't know if it's your like inflated idea of of <laughs> Bruce Willis, like Bruce Willis's appearance in Die Hard, or if you're just like so down on like how I much I don't look like Bruce Willis. I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, part of it is it's really funny. <laughs> just the way that you described it sounded like. By the way, I feel like I look like Bruce Willis. <laughs> It's recently I've decided I think I look like Bruce Willis. <laughs> I think I look closer to looking like Bruce Willis than I ever have before. Well, okay, I guess <laughs> I don't know how to refute that, but all right. <laughs> uh, I mean, yes, he wasn't like a supermodel or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he's not like like the guy who plays Captain America. Yeah, I mean he he wasn't he wasn't like ridiculously built, right, or anything like that. He's not like he, he's not he's not like Hugh Jackman who seems to get more insanely muscular with each like following X Men movie that he does. Yeah, but. right. <laughs> I blame his mutant healing ability. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would assume it's some kind of testosterone supplements he's taking because he's got to be pushing 50 at this point. Hmm. Um, so yeah, my, my, I figured it would be an easy costume. Uh, I get like, uh, a white undershirt tank top and some slacks and then like tape up my feet and put a bunch of just like, like bloody glass in your feet. No, oh. not the glass. <laughs> But you will put fake, fake blood all over your feet, right? Yeah, like fake blood and just like like grime. And like uh -huh. that's kind of the outfit. You just kind of like roll around on a parking lot for five minutes. Yeah. Okay. And then walk through the parking lot. I mean, I'd probably get some glass that way, but... But that's authentic. Yeah. So I feel like that... Are you going to like put the, the gun on your back with the... Uh, that's the thing, is I need, to, I need to... Spoilers, spoilers for everyone who hasn't seen Die Hard. It's not tinsel, it's like packet, packing tape. Not packing tape, but like gift wrap tape. But I mean, it's that, like a little... like Some of it's that kind of like fake like tree string, isn't it? No. Oh, maybe. Maybe it's just wrapping ribbon. I know, it's some kind of Christmassy crap. It's, yeah, it's adhesive, though, because it's taped. Like it's, So yeah. it's not just a ribbon, it's like an adhesive tape that says like ho-ho-ho or something on it, I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah, I want to do that, and then uh, one of the guys uh, at work has a prop, like, airsoft gun, and I, I, I want to see if I can get that, put that on my back. I, I have one right here, if you need it. Well, it's, 
Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Because it does it look authentic? No, it's a toy gun. Oh, this one looks like a real gun. It was it was as much work as I was, as I was willing to put together to make my shore leave costume. Mm. Which I think was probably the best like costume that I've put together in recent years. So do you have an idea of what you're going to be for Halloween now that you've like just danced all over my idea? <laughs> well, uh, I, I don't know. So Robbie is going to be the Joker this year. He grew his hair out long, along specifically so that he could be the Joker. So, so that he could be Mark Hamill Joker or I just, I, I don't know. We'll say some comic book artist that I don't know the name of version of a Joker. Oh, okay. So that way we just get out of that whole conversation. <laughs> He's going to just be the Joker. And you're going to be the Penguin. Uh, I don't know. I have to see, I, I guess I have to do some kind of Batman related thing. My first thought was that I would have to be like a male version of Harley Quinn, which is probably what I'm going to do. So that way I don't have to like actually try and look like someone because it's not a real person. So are you, are you going to do um, animated series Harley Quinn or Arkham City Harley Quinn? Is I'm that... thinking probably more like Arkham City, so that way I don't have to try and find that hat. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know how you're going to fit into that corset, though. <laughs> God. Yeah, that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> I I would like to make myself like an over-elaborate, like hammer weapon though yeah yeah like a big mallet like a big uh gallagher sized mallet mm -hmm. it's also like both joker and harley quinn requires like learning how to use makeup which is i don't know if it's like learning how to use makeup so much as just like applying it liberally on the face <laughs> well okay because the thing about especially the joker especially if you're going to do like uh Christopher Nolan Joker, mm -hmm. it's really just kind of just kind of whatever. Just smear it everywhere. Yeah, I mean, you, you make sure you get some like some like under the eyes and like some stuff on your mouth, and then the rest of it's white. You lay down that first. You kind of got it. And, and if it's messier, that's your character. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you just you just ride on a train and apply lipstick, and then you're the Joker. There you go. Uh huh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's probably it's it'll be one of those ones. That, it it'll be like some of those costumes where it's like I feel like I'm gonna make a really good looking costume, and then in the end, it's gonna be like this half-assed, really crappy looking thing that I uh, am ashamed of. Well, I'm gonna make a great Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> And then eventually learn sewing so that you can just do your own cosplay. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's really probably the best way. Because then, <clears throat> then if you can make a, a costume with a girl who also makes costumes, make them together and, you know, talk about sewing together. That's really more like a gay man and his beard. But different situation. <laughs> talking about I mean, sewing together. 
perhaps I could get like part of like another part of that craft, like get into like the metallurgy. Yeah, the the metal like welding or like uh like like fabric like plastic and metal fabrication kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Get a three D printer and like print yeah. little nubs and things for crafting. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you whatever you whatever you can print out of something. Buttons. Like I buttons. can print, print all these buttons. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Downloaded 17 models of different buttons. I can print all of those. <laughs> You'd be the most interesting person in the sewing circle. I just your, bring my... Talking about all of your custom buttons. I just bring my tackle box full of buttons. Uh-huh. Look at these. <laughs> these are oversized buttons. <laughs> um... Yeah, but no. If I could get into like the actual like, because I what I what I wanted to do, what I wanted to do, and this was after watching Ghostbusters again, because I I went to the thirtieth anniversary showing of Ghostbusters, and man, there was so many people with proton packs there, and they lit up, and they had the lights and everything. They could turn them on, and I was like, geez, I've wanted one of those since forever. Mm-hmm. And I totally found a site where I could like buy the parts for them and like put one together myself. But you could also just buy one for like $1,500. That seems like a reasonable investment. Yeah. I mean, that's, I've got it in my Amazon wish list. <laughs> um, not unless it actually could capture ghosts, would I, even then, I don't think it would be worth it to me to spend that much on a, on like a fake proton pack. Yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't bought it. Well, yes, clearly, because you're not wearing it right now. Which I would be if I had it. I know. I would pretty much have to have that on all the time. And I assume it, there's also like a trap that you can make that like shoots out smoke and lights up as as it opens. And... Well, I think there's one that lights up. I don't know about the smoke. But yeah, there's a, there's a trap. Uh, I think it'd be cool to have the... Uh, the uh, Meter. PKE meter? PKE meter. Yeah. Psychokinetic energy? Yeah. I think it'd be cool to have that as well. Um, really, any of those props, I would want those. But yeah, I felt, I felt like, for as much of a fan of Ghostbusters as I am, I felt like I was the, like, lowest on the totem pole for, like, not even having, like, a Ghostbusters t-shirt that I was wearing to that thing. <laughs> Well, step one, I guess you should just at least get a T-shirt. Yeah, but and that's the thing is like there's people wearing like the black T-shirt with the no ghosts logo on it, but I want the blue T-shirt like they have at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. That pale blue. Yeah, and I just can't find that. I think I found one for like thirty dollars or something. I'm just like, that's not. <laughs> I don't want to pay thirty dollars for a T-shirt. <laughs> I'll almost pay fifteen hundred for a toy. What are you, a rap star? You pay thirty dollars for a t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> yes, like maybe it was, it was from the like Kanye West line or whatever. <laughs> yes, it was this five hundred dollar white t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> uh, so w- when you said you were excited, you were t- were you still talking about the game or was it the movie? No, no, just the game. Just the game. Okay, you're yeah. not excited about the movie. No. 
because everything I've heard about the movie sounds dumb. I mean, they're using the guy from the it's a Batman Superman movie. Which um, and they're calling it Dawn of Justice. Which is clearly like a their start of the Justice League like series of movies, like their follow up to Marvel's like successful Avengers franchise worth of Avengers. Yeah. So when you said Dawn of Justice, I immediately went back to like Kingpin and Gangsters and just imagined like an old fat guy like sitting in a an old fat guy like dressed up like a judge. Yeah, he's just like the Dawn of Justice. <laughs> which, which, and then, and then, of course, my brain went off to a tangent and thought that that was a much more interesting movie. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> Dawn of Justice, starring uh, the corpse of Marlon Brando. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's like morbidly obese, a body in a, in a yes, and he's just like issuing out all these court rulings, like. It's not protected speech. Ah, no, it's no <laughs> <laughs> He's like on the Supreme Court. <laughs> yes, he's like, he's like, ah, no, corporations are on people. What? I, I don't know what that. Well, like he's was. yeah. I can't. You're, <laughs> you, you can't do Marlon Brando, the Godfather. You're like that? you're starting to just do like that guy that. The, <laughs> Yeah, see, no, yeah. you were doing the people. See, no, you were doing the, you were doing the like, uh, what's his name, Guado from Star Wars Episode One or whatever. Uh, ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Republic credits are no good here. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. This is why I don't do impressions. <laughs> no, I'm a Tuvian. <laughs> Jedi mind tricks don't work on me. I don't know what he was. I forget what he was. But yeah. Look, whatever. He died, and he, he's it's a resurrected Marlon Brando zombie, so I imagine <laughs> his voice might have changed a little bit. It's I imagine like, brains. undead Marlon Brando's impression of his godfather version, <laughs> version would sound like an older Jewish man. That's just kind of how it ends up being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's just a lot of layers that you just were aware of it's a very deep character it's marlon Br- see the dawn of justice though like he's not an italian crime lord he no. he is you know he's a hasidic jew as well so somehow yeah somehow yes. I, I don't think there's any rule against that but i just can't imagine any i just can't imagine like a rabbi like leaving that position to become like uh, chief justice or something and also a don and well, I don't know. I I don't know enough about uh about the uh, the Jewish people to know if there would be some sort of organized crime syndicate. I don't know. Like I don't know if that's a thing that happened. <laughs> I also don't know enough about crime history, but yeah, so right. Anyway, Dawn of Justice coming to theaters. Next summer. <laughs> I, can, I wanted to try to do my own impression, but I just keep thinking about that dumb alien. And it doesn't matter at this point. Nothing you do is going to be as good as that impression was now because it's just so ridiculous. 
Go ahead. Ah, you come to me on this and my daughter's birthday wedding. <laughs> That's what I was going for fear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you waiting for me to try to do an actual... Marlon Brando impression because yep, that, I much. can't. I'm too. I'm that's, too that's pretty much all I'm waiting for at this point. I'm too hysterical to actually like try to do that. <laughs> I've never seen The Godfather. <laughs> eh, well, fine. I think the closest thing I can think of is the Dom DeLuise thing from Men in Tights. Uh huh. Yeah, that's pretty much what like, it was. What is a uh, what is a. Uh, you know, he just kind of like does that over and over again. Uh-huh. Like the, uh, I'll make an offer you can't refuse. Like that kind of thing. <laughs> you see how I like do like a slower accent hand from that Italian? Yeah, it looks like you're rolling dice when you when you did that. Like this weird gesture. I didn't, yeah, I, no I mean, it's because my, my normal Italian voice is like, hey, and, like, and I do this hand thing to do the Italian. Like you're rolling voice. dice next to your face. Well, your... yeah, I don't know. It's not really rolling dice. It's more like just like, like there's this, like you're trying to pull a tab like off of a, off of like one of those taken numbers. Yeah, things. yeah. Or like I'm looking at the price of something and just like I have uh, Parkinson's and so I'm just shaking it. Yes, expensive to no one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have such a PC podcast here. <laughs> Yes. Oh, all of our Parkinson's listeners. <laughs> and Italians and Jewish people. Yeah. <clears throat> they've all, they've all like, just started and stopped listening with this episode. Right. So how was my Art Marlon Brando Godfather impression compared to your Marlon Brando, the, the corpse of Marlon Brando as, a, as, a, as an older Jewish man? Impression? I don't really know. I haven't seen the movie either. Well, how was my impression of Dom DeLuise's impression of Marlon Brando? Eh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Again, my humor is not about impressions. <laughs> Unless they're terrible. I think that's pretty clear. I think that's pretty obvious Unless from the our... the joke is that I'm just doing one terribly. Yes, like our... Like, yeah, like our attempts, attempts at Christopher Walken. Yeah. yeah. Or your attempts at... Um, George Decay. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, that's all I got. Mm. I don't even. That was very good. That's like the <laughs> thing that people go to, though. So that's fine. I don't. I don't know what else you would say. Huh? You don't know what else George Decay would say? I was trying say? to think of something that he might have said on Star Trek, except I think everything I would think of is Uhura, Captain. They're trying to hail us. So is that your Sulu as Uhura? I guess because <laughs> that's. <laughs> not what Uhura sounded like. <laughs> maybe that was like, maybe that was like, yeah, that was like the drag queen Uhura. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Captain, a, a Klingon vessel is hailing us. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, uh, no, I can't think of anything that I could do a reasonable impression of. Mm-mm. No, nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I'd like to be able to do voices. I think that'd be really fun. 
Like, and I mean accents, not or just or in person, not just dumb voices. Like, I can do mm. dumb voices, fine. But then just like, I kind of end up like going back to the same well. I realized I was trying to do, like, I I was I was trying to like make fun of like two different people the other day, and I found that I just kind of like went to the same voice for two people. Is the voice always? Eh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's similar though it's just kind of like a scratchy just like like that kind of voice when i think like one of them was like a crazy homeless person and i don't remember what the other one was but it was also a crazy homeless person <laughs> and like that was the voice i went to for both people that was a that was definitely a very homeless sounding voice i definitely heard the homeless part <laughs> I brought that through in the performance. That, yeah, so it was just the weight of poverty and <laughs> not having having a safe place to sleep. At. <laughs> the fear, the fear of like uh, you know what I'm going to eat next is combined with just being crazy and yeah, out of your board. Mm-hmm. I think that'll. You think you're satisfied now? Yeah, I think that'll up. do. That'll do. All right, so we'll record again soon with hopefully even more amazing impressions mm-hmm. of celebrities and you know, <clears throat> other aliens and whatnot. Yeah, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe I can get like a list of like if I post this on Facebook or something and get a list of suggestions for impressions that they want to hear us do, and then we can like take turns like trying to do impressions. Mm-hmm. That'd uh, be good. That'll fill up a lot of time, and <laughs> yeah. the, this the, is, the worst the worst segment. That'll be like, that would be like just here. Go to this like, yeah. It's, no, it's just it's not going to go well. It'd be like just having us both go to like a country western karaoke bar and try to <laughs> sing like a bunch of songs that we've never even heard of. <laughs> it's just going to be like the words that are Kevin on the screen. Mm-hmm. Something like that. It's just, it's more probably going to be sad than entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. <laughs> and that was also my impression of a country song. It yeah, your, just... your impression of not knowing a country song is just like sounding <laughs> constipated. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. this is my singing voice. <laughs> this is my singing voice. <laughs> oh. Okay, so so it's like a male Uhura. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'll probably do it for this this episode. All I'll right. have to bring up the other games that I've been playing next time. And I'll have to find some other game to play to talk about. Yeah. I I found out that I do own that Monaco game. Oh yeah, that uh, Alex was talking about last episode. Oh yeah, I saw it. So they, it's like on the humble bundle that's out currently. I think that's how I ended up with it. Was I purchased a couple of those humble bundles, and I just kind of have things. Yeah, that's what happens. Because there's like there's always like one or two that I'm like, yeah, okay, you know, I've heard about that game. I've heard about Fez. Let's try. Let's get this bundle. But it also comes with the Gianna sisters and eats munchies and i'm like i don't know what those things are right and yeah it's like here's two games that i have heard of and like five others that i have not right yeah and it's like i can choose to pay five dollars okay it seems like a five dollar game (laughs) yeah
Alright, let's go.